Hey, this is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to Dice Over Everything. All right, I guess for anyone who's listening to this thing when it just came out, Happy New Year's. And hopefully it will be a happier New Year. And that's what, <laughs> I guess, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so we've decided to do a retrospective of uh, this past, <clears throat> of 20, uh, 2020, the gap year, uh, where everyone, depending on whatever your plans are, they basically failed to happen, I'm going to guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, we want to, you know, talk about it, you know, reflect on it and, and see where we are right now. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that people missed. So, but I guess at yeah, the beginning, I think we're all missing stuff. Yeah, I guess the yeah. beginning of it, we all thought, oh, we're just going to stay home, be super productive. And well, technically, it wasn't going to last. Uh, you know. In January, we weren't even sure that there was going to be like a lockdown, right? We're like, oh, <clears throat> if you were paying attention uh, worldwide, you might have heard about it, right? But you weren't. We weren't sure that it was going to spread everywhere and become this like worldwide pandemic, right? Yeah, because we live um, in the first world. World. All these problems are somewhere else. Uh, Other places have problems. And China's the first world now too. So. Mm-hmm. It literally started in the first world, just yep. in another part of the part of the first world. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we were so far away. We're like, oh, you know, Asia seems to handle most of these things. Why would it ever get here? They apparent. And then for me, um, shit got serious around Chinese New Year when they were like, yeah, we're gonna lock the entire country down. And by the way. Uh, we're going to extend Chinese New Year two years. Two years. <laughs> That's what it feels oh, like. Uh, uh, two months. Oh, not two months. Sorry, two weeks. Because they're like to, to limit the spread of this uh, disease. And I was like, oh, shit. Things are really serious because they've never done that before. So, um, yeah. But that basically derailed, I guess, the general ideas. Or, and, and what were you, I guess, what were we looking forward even before we, we knew this pandemic was going to get big? Were there things in this year that we were expecting to do? Oh, so I guess we had some minor conventions, like local ones coming up. Mm-hmm. Those were in September. So we were still expecting all those were going ahead. So mm-hmm. there's projects being done for those to have new armies ready for that. Yep. And then there's also uh, new games coming out. I think by then we already knew that there was going to be new additions for basically, at least in terms of play-wise, play our two favorite games, right? Frostgrave yeah. and uh, Infinity, we're going to get new additions. And for so all, those, like, all, yep. all common gamers, we're going to get their 40K redone. Yeah, I didn't really care about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> the game stores were expecting to have a big year with that. And I think, yeah, I think it was yeah, that's true. For them. It, kept, it probably helped them out quite a bit, too. Yeah, when that actually came out during the actual pandemic. Yeah, so then to, to, to us, I guess, you were thinking just another normal year? Go to yeah. some conventions, get some new additions, you know, and just kind of like build whatever slowly? Or, or, or were you, did no, you even those, think about that? With the new additions for the two games that we're really big into, as you said, Frostgrave and Infinity, we were expecting mm-hmm. sort of a revitalization year, I would say. At least that's from my perspective. Yeah, I was hoping to really... Uh, get the in, in particular Frostgrave. I think I mentioned this before that Frostgrave has been fighting with Infinity as my favorite game to play, um, and so I just love the idea of trying to like with a new edition kind of grow the community in our store. 
um, yeah, it's a good opportunity for all the people who think they, they feel like they don't know how to play, but if there's a whole new addition, they feel like they're starting at square one, even though there wasn't that big of a change in the whole game. Yep. You just feel like you're getting on the Well, track. we didn't know it at that point because the new edition hadn't come out yet. <laughs> no, we didn't. So, But the new players don't know either because they don't know what yeah. it was like before. But they just get the impression, oh, I'm, I'm starting from square one, but so is everybody else. Which Yes. So so the, the hope was that with this new book coming out, we would be, be able to uh, rest- not, not really restart the community, but in some ways bring a whole new set of people in who are kind of interested in this new edition, right? And I know like our, our, our group was even talking about how we go about it to try and hook new players in, right? Where we're going to start, start from brand uh, new because you have like characters that kind of build up, right? Start new, start even, not even do like campaigns, but do like mini just a bunch of, of disconnected games so that we could see if we could get new people in, right? So that we kind of hook them in and, and have these demo games before we launch into, you know, the longer, more narrative kind of, of campaigns to suck them in and, and permanently fuse them into our group. And so I was really looking forward to that. Yeah, because we had lots of fun playing Thought Lich Lord, which is a 10-game campaign. But yeah. for new players, you want to give them a little bit of an opportunity to not be sort of stuck into the same build if they uh-huh. up your build a little bit. So yeah. don't want new players to be like, oh, I'm going to be stuck like this for the rest of the year. They can be like, yeah, I'll try something out if I see and something cooler. And a 10-game, like, 10 games is a lot of commitment when you're just starting out new. So yeah. the idea of, you know, playing a bunch of small games where you don't have to have a large commitment was, I think, a really good... Um, a good starting point and a good opening to to attract new people who are interested or just people who had maybe bounced off or or just other things in their life got in the way it would be a great place to restart it and i was really looking forward to like building that community up to be um you know a, a good strong robust community right with more people um yeah, yeah. It would definitely. Attract we all know what happened, though. <laughs> it would attract the more casual gamers that weren't yeah. going to play more in-depth games like 40k or Infinity that require like constant play to feel like you're up to date with it. Well, it's like it, it's like training. Whereas you might constantly play um, Frostgrave, but it's more of a narrative kind of fun game where you just kind of see you're you're kind of seeing your characters and, and develop along with the campaign. So you, you you're I don't know like tracking their progress which is a very different i don't know the entire play style of it attracts a bunch of different people where they you might not you don't need to play every week to just train to make sure that you're at the right skill level but you are in some ways more involved right because it's as a campaign you want to see your character grow right so you even though we don't have it every week the people that you know started really getting into it got fairly um, enamored, I guess, and stuck in, right? Very regular, right? So I, I really like that, and I was hoping that we could would build upon that and, and make that a bigger community. Um, my other thing that uh, I I wanted to do more um, was uh, the game that we we're working on, right? To yep. develop it more. Um, the issue with that is, well, that's basically it. You know, we were playing this, it was, it was kind of simple and nice. And I wanted to play with my, get it 
in a good state and play with my uh, nephew, right? Because I think we mentioned that part of it was to, uh, of the game was to try and make it accessible to younger people. Uh, but again, as you can see from the things I'm talking about, all of these things are related to reaching out to other people uh, and engaging a either you know the people close to me or or a general community. And basically, the pandemic totally derailed all of that. Yeah, for demoing any games, it's always easier if someone else sets up the whole board for you and all that. Mm-hmm. Just cuts out so many steps, and you don't worry about making as many mistakes because someone will just correct you if you missed something. Mm-hmm. So, like demoing yeah, games can, with no yep. one else around is kind of tough. Yeah, testing things out, just kind of all of those kind of things. Like just going and playing with my nephew. I, as the pandemic got worse, technically I didn't want want to, you know, meet him all the time. Right? We don't live in the same place, so I couldn't visit him every week. As, as basically once March happened, basically right, then I couldn't do that. Basically, mm-hmm. I saw him like a couple of times during the the summer because we tried to limit it, uh, but. Um, I did try to get him into painting, right? And painting miniatures, but, and they seem to enjoy it. But again, that's one of those things that you want to be with them to, to help them and encourage them. But as we stopped seeing each other entirely, right? right then it was basically impossible mm-hmm. as we were supposed to be like limiting the, the contact of each other. So. And he's going to school. So. <laughs> yeah. As soon, as soon as he went to school, it was over. Right. I couldn't even see him. So. Yeah. So I guess those are more, those are a few of the things that weren't great, but what would those you... were the things that I was planning to do and I failed at. Ah, okay. So, How about yeah, you? I guess, well, I guess I basically said that I was planning to revamp lots of things. So I've built like at the beginning of the year, I built maybe three new armies, one new army for Frostgrave built and painted and two new armies for infinity built and painted to be like, yeah, new year, brand new armies. Mm-hmm. and they've seen the table very briefly. <laughs> so in some ways, you were slightly successful in that you actually at least completed your armies. Yeah, but they were almost going to be done before March. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, in some ways, the year was supposed to be like using your brand new painted armies for this year all the way through, which unfortunately did not materialize because again, around March, things went down. No, I could talk about the good parts about using them, but we'll we'll get to that later, much later. <laughs> After okay. coming out of the bottom part. So what else to look forward to? No, I think it was just the revitalization of all the games. Just yeah. getting to with new additions out, the builds for everything were gonna be different. Mm-hmm. So just relearning the games almost and the And enjoying this this new kind of additions and taking it all in. Yeah. All right. So so I think I, I that was our, our ideas and our, our hopes for the year. And I think I already mentioned a little bit about the failures once the pandemic hit for me. But how about you? What 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 happened? How did your expectations play out in reality? Oh, so at the very beginning, so the expectations for a a regular year or an expectations about the changed year. What are we talking about here? Oh, that's fair. Like, uh, so uh, what were your expectations once the pandemic hit? I guess, you know, our expectations changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think before before the pandemic, like, locked everything down and made things weird, um, did it change your... Uh, how, how was the year going in terms of expectations to reality? Oh, the year was going great. 
Yeah, I think so. I think we were doing really well. Like for my thing, like we were all getting ready. Like I said, our, for me, uh, the, the, the Frostgrave community, like I said, was planning things out, getting things ready. Um, and my, and I, like I said, I was getting my uh, nephew into painting uh, and my niece into painting miniatures. Um, we played a couple of, we, we, I, I wasn't really able to play the game that, you know, the simplified ga- version of the game that we were working on, but uh, I felt like it was coming along, right? When, especially when we got together and play tested it and, and the idea that it was nice and short and sweet was awesome. It was all working together. And then pandemic hit yeah with infinity i was basically building a new army and slowly like every other week something new would be on the table painted up mm-hmm. it's a good thing about so it just felt great it was like oh yeah there's there's something new and it you know if this if the rest of the year managed to hold out mm-hmm. but then so the so then after the direction of the year changed what were the new expectations for the year okay for me yeah so once that happened, I kind of, like I said, I kind of realized, you know, I'm not going to be able to um, do the whole Frostgrave thing. I do remember uh, us saying, uh, how long do you think this lockdown is going to be? Do you remember well, what your initial, initial well, I, thoughts were? Well, I think we figured at the very beginning, we would just not go to the game store in the crowded basement and just be like, okay, uh, four of us will meet up at someone's place. We'll have yeah. like a nice closed group for that. We won't have yeah. like... 30 people with only two liters of air individually each. <laughs> yeah. And do you remember how, when, what are our initial estimates for how long we thought this lockdown was going to last before we got it under control? Oh, like three weeks. You thought three weeks? I remember I was like, uh, I think by Actually, August. Figured, yeah, I think we figured you said, more- you said June, I believe. Yeah, I think it was more you like said, that because otherwise we wouldn't have. So you said like a couple of months, and then no, I said like four, like four, three or four months. I said basically August. Yeah, that makes sense because we were planning to just meet up at people's places and then play a campaign yeah. from homes. Yeah, and I so you were really optimistic. You were like, by the beginning of the summer, I think you know we'll have locked it down, everything will be fine. And I was like, yeah, I think it's gonna take longer than that. I think it'll take till August. I think and we job, were both actually very optimistic. <laughs> I think were that at that point, cold and flu season would long, be long gone and people would have all their windows open for more ventilation, be going outside and not cramming in together and breathing and all over. And the pandemic would just disappear despite, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that everyone was saying, you know, it's not going to happen unless you... Uh, technically, it did happen in certain places, right? It got better. Um, better enough. Oh, well, technically, even the really best places, I guess, didn't didn't end in, in August. So even if we lived in like a country that was responsible, like New Zealand or whatever, or countries that that actually became responsible, like Australia, um, it would take a little bit longer than we had hoped to actually get there. But we don't live there. We live in Canada, so you could go to the airport now. What? <laughs> No one's stuck for some reason. Yeah, you can, you can, well, yeah, you can go to, you can go to try to go to New Zealand or Australia. I think if you are a New Zealand or Australian, mm. I don't think you're allowed to go just, just I don't <laughs> for vacation or something. Pass. No, all right. <laughs> pass. No. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that basically uh, didn't work out. So, but, but 
for those three months, yeah, space out, just wait it out. Obviously, you know, we're, we're all responsible. We, they said you can go and, and meet outside as long as you're careful. And it seemed to be going well, right? Our first wave was going down. We're like, yeah, this this will work out. Um, and I, I do know that we did think for our game, right? We started working on a single-player version of it just to play it on our own. Um, and so I was like, well, okay, so we can't do the, you know, the, the uh, you know, the multiplayer kind of thing that I, I was trying to, you know, train to, to make it good with, with my, my nephew. Couldn't really see my nephew, but we could, we could do, you know, now that we're in a lockdown, try to do more single player stuff. Um, and my goal was like, oh yeah, we should, we should basically finish a, a single player campaign version of, of the game so we can just play that out. Um, that was my hope. So that became my hope plus playing it outside, like you said, uh, to wait it out. And reality, how did that, what happened when that hit reality? It got about halfway through. <laughs> yeah, it was looking, it was looking like it was working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then apparently it's hard to keep up motivation when things aren't actually, you know, being done in person. Yeah. Yeah, the, the feedback. I was actually surprised. Like, okay, the our, Canada and a, a lot of the Western world's ability to uh, handle a pandemic was proven to be abysmal. I think we all learned that, you know, zombie movies are not so unrealistic. Like, you know, all the times when you look at, when you see zombie movies and you're like, oh, they're so stupid. We realized actually they're very smart. They're way smarter than in reality. I feel like this pandemic has proved that we are just, we are much stupider than zombie mov- characters in zombie movies as a society. That's why most people turn to zombies. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how many hours it will take before I turn into a zombie if there was a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, actually. That that is fair because in zombie movies, it's like that one that one building that the main characters are part of is basically the most intelligent, or at least the most uh, instinctually uh, survivable people in all of the city, right? And and the fact that there's only one or two of them in an entire city seems to make sense at this point. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. actually freak mutants. <laughs> yeah, what? You'd survive a zombie apocalypse? That's crazy. So yeah, yeah. I guess so. Then yeah. So so what happened with uh, I guess our hopes? Oh, I guess they probably reached the forty percent mark and then they stopped. Just like me painting it, really <laughs> having big output at the beginning. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have to commute to work. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I'm now working from home and not as busy. Uh-huh. I'll just like churn out tons of painting. Yeah, yeah. For a little while there, I was. It was like knowing about the end of the tunnel, like seeing the end of the tunnel, because, you know, the numbers were going down at least during the summer, right? And you're like, oh, this is coming to an end. But, you know, you have time to, like, just be on your own. In some ways, it was a little bit enjoyable, right? Like, I didn't lose my job, right? So I, I it was generally okay, right? Um, obviously, it sucks to not be able to see everyone. But like, like you said, more time to paint, more time to do these projects. Um, and that worked until basically I feel like September. Yeah, that's what exactly when I started losing productivity for working from home. 
Yeah. So yeah, I feel like we were actually did pretty good progress on 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 the single player uh, version of the game and also painting, getting ready. We even, you know, did meet up every once in a while. Uh, once the numbers started going down uh, in limited numbers outside to go and play some games, and that yeah. worked well. Um, but then. I don't know, like basically everyone's tolerance. We were basically like everyone else. It seemed like at some point in September, everyone's tolerance and ability to quarantine responsibly failed. <laughs> and, and with that, just like, just even, even um, staying home and being responsible as, as I, I, I generally did, um, it really affected me, right? I just was unable to do, to get muster the enthusiasm to do anything, right? And my work, because, you know, I, I never, I was stopping, stopping going, going from work, I was working from home. Uh, just the um, blending in of time between working and not working, like it just blended together. And mm -hmm. then this this project that I'm, I've been working on like it got it got real let's say yep <laughs> so it's just like I don't know all of those things together just kind of tired me out and honestly I'm still tired right now yep. um, I managed to course correct from September by going back to work in the office in October which mm. then actually brought up my productivity on everything else mm. so it's just being able to like define and refine the ability like your ability to do work that, that might have been it. Yeah, just structure your days, right? Again, My 1,200-square-foot office only has three people in it, so it's, mm -hmm. it's not that – it's not packed at all. Uh, are you still going to the office? Um, I'm off work right now, but I am going to work tomorrow because I'm just going to work. Really? You have to go into the office with three people? That sucks. No, they won't be there. They're all off. Okay. Well, that's good, at least. Stuff came up. Yeah. And I, I just, shipped I shipped toys to myself. Not toys, but I shipped <laughs> things to my office. And I need to get them because FedEx came yesterday. <laughs> ah, the real reason. I got it. Yeah. yeah. So for me, like our office is downtown and I'm a software developer, so by trade. So um there's really no reason to go to the office. No one's there, right? And I would have to make the trek downtown, which is stupidly like and I'm just opening up vectors to get the disease, right? And you have a co-working space where I have a private yeah. 300 square foot office and another 1,200 square foot office. I think the co-working space must be closed right now. I don't know. I, it wasn't closed for a while, uh, but like the, yeah, just, just the, you know, we have an office in a building like a filled with, you know, other offices. So, <laughs> right. So I don't know. Kind of terrible. Um, so those yeah. are the expectations, and that's that's the current state. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I do feel just like really tired. I just lost all enthusiasm to do everything, and I just started like after work. It, like before, I would feel, I, I would feel like, um, like before COVID, mm -hmm. I would get my work, you know, do my work, and then uh, finish, and then you know, go out and, and, and do stuff, right? When I leave now, um, there's a little bit of spreading of the day in that I do take a break, a longer break for lunch, right? To, to do stuff. Um, so my day is a little bit longer. And obviously the fact that this project is stressful means that I'm working significantly longer hours. 
but when I get, even though like I'm not taking public transportation, I would think that I would feel more like more exhausted when I have to travel to and from work. But as it is right now, I don't know. I just feel like mentally more exhausted after I'm done working. And I feel like I want to just sit there and watch TV and vegetate. I wonder if it's literally, I just don't do enough exercise and my body's just shutting down and dying. That's exactly where I was getting at before. Cause you were like doing rock climbing before once or twice a week. I was playing squash mm-hmm. once yep. or twice a week beforehand. So that was just keeping the blood flowing, your body from not shutting down. And That's true. And I would, we would, I would go for walks, right? I would walk to work or walk, walk back from work or walk to, to like, you know, on top of rock climbing, I would, I would be, you know, just walk for an hour or two randomly, maybe not every day, but on a number of days. Right. Uh, so now it's a hard, it's, it's hard just like doing morning sit-ups and push-ups and stuff. I don't think it's getting that done, especially with work. I feel like just work long hours with work, not having to, to leave to do it. It's just like blows up the entire structure of your day. Cause you also can't just leave you, when you leave work because you have basically never ended project, right? That's basically where we are. Um, you, since you're never leaving work, you always feel like you should be going back to work. So you're not, you're never, I'm never fully disengaging from work, which mm-hmm. is, like I am on the weekends and some, some days like on, on Monday nights. Uh, but uh, oftentimes there are days where I just don't disengage for the entire day. And it, it's really tiring. And I guess if you feel like you, you feel like you have energy rather than putting that energy towards hobbies, you're like, well, this, my work really needs this. Yeah. Bird of productivity I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it. And, and I feel like in some ways, you know, you just kind of get a little bit more, it's easier to get more burnt out in this, in this uh, pandemic, because even the things that would energize me, like, you know, going out, meeting friends, playing games, it's just not there anymore. So. Yep. Yeah. As I said, I found that came back a bit from going to the office and then just telling myself I need to exercise on a regular basis. Oh, another thing is, because we live in Toronto, it's not too cold, but it's gotten cold enough that I can't, I couldn't sit outside anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Because one of the best things about the pandemic that was unexpected is like every day I would sit on the patio in the morning, like with my computer and work with a coffee outside. And that was fucking amazing. And I can't believe I wasn't doing that before. Um, uh, well, if you work in a co-working office space, you just get to see the wall. So. Well, yeah, but like I, we, we do have flex hours and, and things like that. I could, I probably have to wake up earlier, but I could like have a morning coffee. could still do that yep. during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that's a good thing. That's the one good thing. I realized how awesome uh, getting up early in the morning, sitting on, on the patio and enjoying a coffee is. Yep. All right. Well, we, that, that was supposed to be safer later. No, oh. that's the one good thing. Oh, okay. Well, my yeah. one good thing. <laughs> are, are we going to do the good things now or not? Yeah, yeah. Let so so. Uh, yeah, sure. Let do do mention one good thing. So, back to basically what you're saying is like the outdoor part, because mm-hmm. in Toronto it's not that hot outside in the summer. Mm-hmm. Getting in like outdoor games, we'd always talked about doing it before. We've talked mm-hmm. about it for at least a decade of doing it. 
Yeah. Obviously, it's not that easy to plan because you've got to factor in. If there's too much wind, you can't really play outside. It'll start yeah. blowing all your stuff away. That's just not pleasant. Yeah. It's going to rain, you're screwed, and you got to do it when it's light out. Mm-hmm. But if you get it scheduled right, we did a bunch of backyard games with barbecues. It, it really is as fun as it seems like because it's... Yeah, it, it, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like a barbecue, but instead of just sitting there on, on lawn chairs and drinking, you're playing miniature games and drinking. And I think the thing that, that surprised me is that the last time I tried an out, like I've done, I've tried this before, but it didn't work because I tried it with um, War Machine. And this is when War Machine had a bunch of cards for your uh, characters and yep. to track the life points, right, of your characters. And that totally doesn't work outside because even a light breeze will, will blow the cards everywhere, right? So you'd well, have to kind of stack them, and it would just—it was super awkward to well, do. Well, I had top loaders, so whatever. Well, maybe you could try it, um, but I think the the games that we played, uh, you know, Infinity, um, was doesn't require doesn't require uh, you know cards, right? And, and, and they're all metal miniatures, so unlike the games, yep, like, <laughs> that's right. With a medium wind, it might take over your tippy miniatures. But if you've uh-huh. gone full metal, now nah, you're you're good for the wind. Yeah, exactly. And I have washers on a lot of my models at the bottom. Oh yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, I think that the lightest thing on our table was like scatter terrain. Yeah, maybe some tokens if you've got like thin printed tokens. Yeah, but a lot of them were so like thin, right? And and low to the ground, they wouldn't flip, right? Yep. So um, so yeah, so I found. It was actually really, really good and not, and and easy to do. Like I think you could even play Infinity because you don't need any cards or things like that with a decent amount of wind. I think Frostgrave you could also do it because you know you generally people track it on a piece of paper, right? And it's literally one piece of paper which you can just hold. You just right? hold one piece of paper down with your glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that that can work. Um, so I, I I'm surprised we didn't do more of it. I think basically a lot of games you can actually do if you just have the space and inclination. So I think even if when the pandemic is over, I think next year, that's another thing that, that we will hopefully continue to do. Yeah. Something we talked about, but never actually did never realized it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think normally we would then go into basically the top five things we have, uh, we, we liked about this past year, but in, uh, in, respect and 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 deference to uh how crappy this year has been uh we've decided instead to do the uh top five worst things that happened this year and mm. instead <laughs> so right. uh you know just just to sync up with how this year has been mm-hmm. All so, right, so for this terrible gap year the year that should not be named um what are the what's the fifth worst thing that happened this year in your opinion in in relation to miniature gaming all right so, well i just had the right numbers next to them so i've done that <laughs> okay i would say it's no longer having impulse buys like that retail therapy uh, you get consumerism oh it's so good no i it might actually belong higher up this list but i've just forgotten how good it feels to go yeah. like to go through the used bin and find something awesome You're like oh yeah yeah or just go to meeple mart 
just just you know you're passing by Meeple Mart and you're like you know what I'll dip in take a look around and just walk around for like 10 or 15 minutes when you're waiting to let's say go and meet someone for dinner um yeah, and, and then stuff you could never see it all online so just walking through the story like oh my god I didn't know this existed I need this yep and then having to lug it around all night because <laughs> you bought it but whatever hopefully it wasn't that big of a box that you bought yeah it was amazing I loved it um I am a big believer in consumerism um and and retail therapy like you said um so especially in you know the kind of capitalist world we live in right now um i do feel like to to in some ways counterbalance that my amount of buying online has skyrocketed obviously <laughs> but with that i've been purchasing things that i would not normally purchase because because i'm already buying online right before i would try to buy things only that came to our local stores but now i'm like you know what if i'm buying online already why not why not just buy from like these smaller boutique places, right? Like if, yeah, I, if I see this like crazy miniature online, I'll just go and buy it. This random stuff. Yep. Well, I guess both of us bought something from Robo Rocket Miniatures this year, but I'd already yeah. bought stuff from them before, so it wasn't totally out of the. Uh, so for me, that I would have never bought that before. I was like, why would you pay for so much shipping? Maybe if it's in a convention, I will purchase purchase it. But this time, I was like, ask ah, it. We just talked about it online one day and I just went, you know what? I will buy that. That looks pretty cool. And I didn't realize that the, uh, the, the pound, the British pound was doing so badly. So I was like, Oh, this is actually affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also bought a bunch of stuff from Cromlech, bought a whole like, Oh, without going f- to, without going to the local Meeple Mart. Yeah. It, it wasn't in local Meeple Mart, right? The stuff I bought. Yeah, because they can only keep so much of the, of the Chromebook line. Like Chromebook yep. has so many parts out there. Yeah, so it was like a Chromebook historical stuff that I never would have purchased before because I was like, why would you buy army stuff online, right? But now, because screw it, I'm buying everything online. I just went and, and, and bought a whole bunch of Chromebook stuff. Yeah. All right, so what would you put at the bottom of your list of things that were missed that crapped mm-hmm. out this year? Okay, so I think I mentioned this a little bit before is that um, the worst thing is that despite oh, are we, are having, we starting, are we starting at number five and going up or not? So yeah, the, the, the fifth worst, like okay. not the worst, worst, the fifth worst thing. Um, so the least worst of the top, my top five worst things, uh, was, uh, despite all this time, I felt like I didn't use it as well as if we didn't have this time <laughs> for the, the, the second half of the year. I think the first half of the year, I was actually a lot more, I did a lot of things that, you know, I just needed to get off my plate that I just never got around to doing. Like I painted all of my rising sun and stuff like that, which was good. But the second half of the year, just, I, maybe it's just work. Honestly, I don't, I have no idea because like if you have a big project with work and then you also have a pandemic what is the reason for like your lack of motivation and your inability to do things afterwards? I don't know which is which. Maybe it's both. Who knows? Right? Well, as I said, it happened to me too around the same time. So and I only yeah. repaired it by going back to work. Yeah. So, so maybe, yeah. So maybe if I had gone to work, it would just be like, you know, cause I've, I, you know, there's more pressure in other, like it's not like the first time I've had a, uh, a job where, where there's, there's been a crunch, right. Where you kind of got to work through it. And, uh, but, um, 
but so yeah, I guess it's it's just a stupid pandemic is like sapped me of my energy and al- along with my health, he says as he drinks whiskey. Uh-huh. Hasn't stopped me from drinking. <laughs> but mm-hmm. actually I drink a lot less. Cheers. All right. So that's we've gone over that for a while already with that loss in productivity. So I'll yeah. go on to my number fourth with the fifth worst. Number four. Oh, well, it, it just happens to be your number five. Ah, there you and go. Productivity is my number four. So there's mine. Easy. Done. We Easy. Yeah, we went through that. Sucks. Terrible. So uh, you, you feel like it's relative. Is it the same thing relative to normal or relative to just how much you want it to get done? So it's relative to how much I should be able to get done. Yeah, because you have so much more time technically. Because I, I wasn't commuting to work. And unlike you, my work took a big lull because it involves doing construction involving jackhammering around mm-hmm. people's high rises where they live and nobody wanted that. Uh-huh. So work was way down. So in theory, I should be able to just redirect that. Mm-hmm. Obvious stuff, but after five months yeah. of being at home. Instead, you just watched a lot more TV. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I have caught up on a lot of TV. I've, there's been these series that I've been meaning to watch and I've watched many of them now. <laughs> yep. Some no, of them multiple times. Yeah. You no, know, I don't regret, I don't regret any of my TV watching. I regret some of it. I think I watched some, some of them. I was like, I, that could have been pushed off, but, but you know, what's done is done. Yeah. Um, All right. So you're number four. All right. My number four. Okay. This one is a little bit more controversial. Um, so number four is, uh, this is something that I didn't even expect to happen, right? Because with miniature gaming, right? Uh, I would have expected a lot of companies to, because you can do miniature painting at home, a lot of companies to do re- relatively decently well. Uh, and that was true for Games Workshop. Apparently Games Workshop is going gangbusters, right? They're actually, they're still up. Just Like maybe they would have been even more up because they've been growing year over year, but they're still up relative to last year, despite the fact that there's a pandemic. At you least- at least for the first half. Do you want the cynical and, answer? Okay, sure. People haven't realized that ninth edition is no good yet because they haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, right. There's a, kick it, yeah. there's a kick at GW for the day. Yeah, and the, so you might be wondering, isn't that a good thing? No, because I don't really like GW games. So the problem is GW is doing well, and it, and it seems to be taking the at the expense, maybe not the ex- at the expense, but instead of lifting all the other boats, because it's online, normally when, when GW does well, it brings people to the shop and then the shop brings all the other games in, right? But instead, because everyone's just at home painting miniatures, they just are going into Games Workshop and they're not seeing and experiencing all these other games. And I feel like if this has really actually harmed the, uh, put in a a huge damper on the growth of a lot of the games that I really wanted to do well. Right. Like, like I said, Frostgrave and uh, infinity had these new additions and I feel like they're just not, they're not getting the bump that they should have gotten from this new edition. Right. Because even the maker of Frostgrave came out with a whole new, just rank and flank game. And people are like, Mm -hmm. what, what's this thing? If we don't go to the, we don't see these things. I don't even know if it's really good. Like how many people have actually played it, right? No, because often we rely on other people going to the game store and we see them playing these new things and be like, oh, hey yep. man, how, do you, how are you finding <clears throat> this yep. edition that came out? 
And even and, online, the number of people that say, oh, I like this or not is way down because nobody's playing it. Like, like uh, we live in the English language world, basically everywhere, but what, New Zealand and recently Australia has a, is locked down. Yep. It's supposed to be locked down. You know, less said about America. Like, who knows what's happening there? Um, Live free or die. <laughs> They're they're carrying out the. Uh, I, of- I think it's it's live three and die and die with the pandemic, but um, well, it's just not every year you live free. Some years you die. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, so yeah, so I feel like this really harmed all these other games that I wanted to do well, um, and I'm worried because you know the the release of a new game that year is I think generally critical to build that that community up right and and jumpstart its uh growth and because these games have basically lost that t- due to the pandemic how are they going to recover even like even if we're lucky and you know by the summer or at some time because of vac- vaccine vaccine <clears throat> excuse me vaccines uh everyone's back in you know starting to go back to the game store they've missed their big launch, right? How are they going to be able to get that kind of a bump now? Um, yeah, so we'll, to me, that was the biggest pain. I guess we'll talk about future and our thoughts of what the future may hold later. But. Yep. All right. What is your, so yeah. So number four is just like weakened other, yeah, the weakening of um, a lot of these game companies. Yeah, you've got to worry about them too, not just yourself. Yep. Yep. All right. What's your number three? I would say it's not getting to show off models. Okay. Part part of putting a lot of work into making things look really cool and doing new techniques, being able to show them off. And it's like, no, they all all just live in the case. Finish them, put them in there right in the case. Yeah, that's true. The idea of like, I think we've said this before, right? One of the greatest things about 40K, and, and I still think at least that holds true, even if the game's worse than it was when we started playing, um, is just lining up all of your models in a nice little, like, I don't know what you call it, just just like a, like a I don't know, just a, just a line to show off to your, your opponent, right? Just that setup that takes so long to line up all your guys and put them there is just so fun and, and being able to see the opponent's army and looking at them. And that's all gone now. You don't get that. You don't get those compliments. You don't get that enjoying other people's looking at other people's stuff. It's just the photos online are just not the same. No photos right? don't show what things really look Plus, like. Plus I suck at taking photos and it's so much effort to become good at taking photos. It, it, it It's hard for me to do. Like I completed my rising sunset, took a picture, but I but really couldn't was, be fussed to like. But the light was like behind your picture, so you just didn't see. Yeah, it. well, it was too much trouble to like what move all the lighting around, and and obviously you need some sort of light box if you want to make it perfect, right? And and put the right backdrop. But I'm like, I don't really want to set all that up. Like my fun is miniatures, miniature gaming, not photography, right? And photo shoots, so. It's, it would be much more awesome if I could invite like a bunch of you guys and our friends over to play a game with a fully painted set of rising sun. That would be awesome. Yep. Alas, not possible. So sucks. Yes. That was my number three. 
All right, my number three. So this is a little bit like the last one, it's, uh, but I'm gonna be very specific. Uh, I kind of mentioned it already, but the weakening of our specific gaming groups and specifically Frostgrave. I was really looking forward to Frostgrave, uh, that Frostgrave group growing. Uh, yeah. Like I said before, it's, it, I, I was really excited to see with the new edition of Infinity and Frostgrave to see if maybe Frostgrave would become my favorite game. Like, apparently they cleaned up a lot of the rules. Um, like, just looking at them, I was like, well, a lot of these look really good. A lot of right? the balance had... issues between spells were looked after. Yeah, and so just, just, and we did, like, played one game, but, and it was good. But that was it, right? And that was just with you. Mm -hmm. it didn't translate to this group and in fact i feel like our group is is basically weakening right i, I do still see a couple of the guys posting online but i feel like some of of, of the guys I, i'm worried they're not even thinking about Frostgrave, mm -hmm. which is terrible <laughs> yeah well right and instead i wanted to make it bigger and instead i feel like the the entire group is is probably shrunk honestly well we'll see when when we come out hopefully the enthusiasm will still be there with at least the core group but um, I'm really worried about that, honestly. Well, I've, I've created retardedly epic terrain for it. So hopefully we can just all set it up and, and, and yeah, bring people in. Built, yeah. six, built six buildings with working doors, full interiors, nice. 40, inches of, 40 inches of castle walls, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So oh, hopefully that will be visual look yeah. if that draws people in, or if we bring it to the store and play a couple times and be like, "Yo, yeah, we should this. make a full bestiary. Make sure we have a full beast." Well, technically, Les has has a full bestiary. I was working on that too, because because there's more. We get several tables going on. Like at one point, yeah. we had three tables need, going on. Yeah, we need more than one bestiary at our yeah. disposal. That's fair. Yeah, I was working. So on, sure. I was working on bestiary too. Like, <laughs> I want to see it succeed. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad. And I was, I also have like a new war band for that. Well, that, that's just general, the, the frustrated but, group, but the, the honest, dampening but... of the, the specific group is mm -hmm. my number three biggest sadness. I think the infinity one, just cause it's a bigger game. I think uh, it'll survive better. And because the rules have become easier to read. I think it'll be able to draw some of the people who are on the fence into. Yeah. Um, and I think that group, um, we have set up a uh, like a because it's bigger um, and just the group uh, we're, we're doing like a, a Monday call, right? Where we're not actually going out, but we're all getting online and just hanging it out, talking and painting. So that's kind of retained some people. And I know a bunch of other infinity guys are playing on tabletop simulator, right? So I'm sure that I'm not sure, but I feel I'm, I'm more confident on that group doing fine afterwards but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm worried about the Frostgrave one especially because the Frostgrave one was much more reliant on a, a key group of people and if we lose some of those people going into like a new phase after after the pandemic I'm mm -hmm. worried that I'm just worried about its ability to become self-sustaining like the infinity group yeah well w without the pandemic I wouldn't have this terrain because I would never have gone down a rabbit hole <laughs> this deep without having to stay oh, okay so so maybe this is the best thing that could have actually happened we'll we'll, we'll think about it, back about it and we're like oh 
actually that pandemic, just that year to like rest and, and charge up and make all this cool stuff made Frostgrave even bigger after we come back. I don't Hopefully. know how I'm going to bring it to the game store though. That, that's <laughs> it's, it's a small issue that we'll have to get worked out. Maybe you'll have to keep half of it and I'll keep half. So we're mm-hmm. keep physically bringing it there because I can't physically carry it on transit there. Anyhow. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. So that was number three. <clears throat> So number two. Yeah. Well, if we want to try and make ourselves look better, like better people when we get to the top of the list, I will say not being able to see just like friends mm-hmm. on a regular basis as part of gaming. Mm-hmm. Like the whole experience, yeah. like actually getting to do stuff with people you like and then meeting up afterwards, going to the bar uh-huh. and just chatting about whatever, about games, yeah. not games. Yep. It's yeah, just the entire like, yeah. I think this is this is honestly a problem for everyone, not just people into gaming, right? But I think gaming has been a very important uh, part of our, you know, socializing, right? Uh, you know, we've we've, you know, we have some some people we've known for a very very long time now, right? And you and I, we we go and we've you know we've known each other for for a super long time, so. Um, just the amount of socialization that that we did i think um the gaming socialization was a large part of it and now it's entirely gone not entirely gone but like mostly gone yes yeah so yeah like some people who are playing tabletop simulator even join other people's games just to talk so same yeah, thing. that makes totally makes sense yeah same thing with our like hobby meetups some people will just join the hobby meetup to chat even though they're like they might working. be too tired, yeah, too tired to, or yeah, I would, yeah, or yep. they're just doing whatever. Most people think, but just some people just show up to chat because they want to just yeah. talk with friends. So yeah, I wasn't even thinking about. Well, this this past uh, Monday, uh, I was basically wasn't even expecting to paint. Right, I was just like tired, right, from work. Um, even though it's on Monday, so you think I would have been energized, but you know, in the end, because we were, you know hung out and talked, eventually I I did get up and start painting some stuff. So, oh, I probably painted too long because my thumb hurt a bit the next day, which is something <laughs> I have to. As yeah. part of growing old, I realized I have to pace myself now. Don't do the crazy techniques. You're, you, so the ergonomic technique is important. It's not just about speed; it's about ergonomics. Yep. Yeah. 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 So. The general not seeing, yeah, it definitely is a, has, has done a heavy toll. And it is one of the things I think that has sapped me of a lot of energy, not being able to communicate with people a lot, which is if this goes on for, for another full year, or, or maybe I should, even, even if it's only for like three, six months, whatever uh, more, um, I'm being optimistic again. <laughs> we'll, get to our, we'll get to our predictions at the end, but yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even, even with that, um, I feel like I need to change things up just to make sure that, you know, I can solve this issue because like you said, right. We, we don't, we are just not, we're not having enough socialization mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. And I need, I, and that's a, that is a slightly solvable, like not perfectly solvable, but better at least than what I'm doing right now. And hopefully that'll energize everything. Yeah, like my job involves looking after construction outside. So I meet people outside through the course of work. So 
Go yeah, on. I have a new coworker whose face I have seen like three times on uh, on video chat. Because mm-hmm. usually we talk without video. Um, maybe we should always show our video. I don't know. But I've seen him like his face three times. Like he started new during the pandemic. And so that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're number two. Oh yeah, that was your number okay, two. Okay, a person my, my number two is uh, not having, not being able to play games. Oh uh, yes. So this is related to uh, people, right? Because literally, you can play on tabletop simulator, but I don't because it's not the same thing as playing with people in real life, right? No, and you can play you single get, player games as well. Like if you really want yeah. to play a game for the sake of games. Yep. And I did, I did some, I did play some, but it's just not the same as playing with multiplayer with other people talking, you know, laughing, just entertaining each other, playing this game. And so I really miss those. And like before we were playing multiple times a week, right? Probably ended up. Sometimes we're at the game store four times a week, which is nuts. Yeah, that's a little bit nuts, but like, I'd say, um, we were maybe one and a half times a week at yep. the game store. That was normal. Right? Playing. Yeah, one and a half times. So like every other week we'd, play, we'd go twice instead of two. And so that's a lot, right? Uh, and cutting that all out and technically also cutting out, you know, going, going a rock climbing, which is all a social thing, but, you know, that's not related to gaming. Um, just, you know, it's a heavy toll, again, on the socialization aspect and just like enjoying playing games. I just enjoy playing games in general, right? And I because of that, I started playing video games and there's a lot of problems I have with video games. Um, the way the video games are set up is differently. The things that they're meant to achieve is different. Um, a lot of it is like the idea of being addictive, right? They are like video games are always trying to are designed to suck in more of your time, not to be very fulfilling. Right. Yeah, and especially like compared to previous video games where you would have just had to, like a single player story, mm-hmm. you would go through it and it's the one and done. It doesn't need to yeah. be addictive experience, it just has to be good. Modern, like online competitive multiplayer games are meant yeah. to just, you want to come back to get like keep your ranking up or whatever. Yes, this is the entire game. thing. Like I play this game, uh, Team Fight Tactics, right? And Technically, one full game is is pretty fun, right? Right, and it, you could say it's self-contained, but they added on a stupid ranking system, and I am so easily manipulated by it. So, like, if my ranking drops because I didn't do well enough that game, I feel like I have to play another game. It's terrible. Well, and then if I almost get it to the next rank, I'm like, oh, I just gotta play another game, and inevitably I lose that game. So then I have to play two games to catch up, and it's like, oh my god, this stupid treadmill. Thing. It totally oh. works on me. All these stupid addiction tactics. Oh, that makes me feel better about watching, going back to watching more TV and not going back to video games. So that's the thing. That's why I've, I've been switching more to watching TV in the latter half of the year because at least TV, you know, it's it's a certain set. Although I also am still weak in terms of uh, when I start a series and I really like it, I just end up binging it in like the whole season in like two days or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why even with this quarantine, uh, 
even if I take a weekend, my weekend is just watching TV like a full <laughs> series straight. It's like, oh yeah, I finished uh, all five seasons over the weekend, and you're like, all right. And now I'm I'm I didn't get enough rest. It's not like I got extra sleep on the weekend. I was busy finding out what happens to Tim in in this this show, and then realizing that the second half of the series was terrible, and I should have just stopped at the first half. But you don't know that until you finish it. Yeah, I go fifty fifty on that. Oh, yeah. what was I thinking of on your topics? So for what, no games? Yeah, no games. So to give ourselves credit, I would uh-huh. say that playing our single player missions uh-huh. was actually pretty fun for getting a fix for gaming. It's not as good as playing yes. an opponent. Yeah. But just, just because the game has unknowns in it that kind of help for mm-hmm. the opponent not being there and just being yeah. able to set up the board and see all your miniatures on it. Yeah. And it's small and easier to to set up because every every game happens on a on a two by three table. Yep. So yeah, I, I you know it's designed you know for the the thing we we're in. So uh, unfortunately, we never actually completed enough to um, put out launch a, it during during the, yeah put put out an actual packet. But you know, if this pandemic goes on for you know another six months to a year, maybe we'll get there. Well, my next project after finishing the train is painting figures to use for because I'm at a loss of figures that are appropriate uh-huh. for like medieval stuff. Really? My war machine's not as appropriate as I'd like. Mm, yeah, and your fully That's painted army is like druids and stuff, which don't make sense in a castle. Well, actually, they kind of do. But they're forest druids. They're very foresty, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to just be like, yeah. So, That's fair. Yeah, yeah so uh, that was my number two. Uh, and so we're down to number one. What was the worst thing? So, so how good of a person are you that your number two was not seeing people? <laughs> what is your number one worst thing that happened this year? It's just not playing games. Oh, yeah, my number two. Maybe, maybe we switched ours because I went back to work and see people for work outside. So my loss of that was not as significant or maybe I'm just more okay with hiding and hiding inside. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what that says, but uh-huh. just not playing games was kind of demotivating. Mm. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. You know, like like we said many there's times. There's no demotivational things about the hobby. So it's. Yeah. They're like, like we said, for us, the hobby, the miniature gaming hobby is a full hobby. It's not just miniature painting. It's not just playing. It's not just uh, the game. It's, it's, you know, it's the socialization aspect and the playing and the painting all put together that makes um, an unprecedented hobby that's unlike any other hobby in the world. Yeah, it's like- probably not true, but it's, it's pretty unique. Yeah, because we've had new additions for our games come out, but I've had no interest in writing lists for any of them. Yeah, it's true. Oh, okay. Like after outside, I'll write lists. Oh, we're not going to play yeah. a game? I'll, I'll build yeah. miniatures. I don't know what I'm going to do with these miniatures. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't feel like writing yeah. games. There's not a game coming up. Like, I literally wrote two lists, and but I can't test them, so I have no idea if they're good. So what's the point of writing a new list? Like, I know when I go back, I have, I'm like, I spent, what, a day? making lists i created three lists and i'm like i will use these lists six months from now maybe if i'm lucky mm-hmm. why should i make any more lists than these three lists it was going to take me six months to actually even do these so 
yeah, it's just so demotivating for that kind of list building part portion of the hobby, digging into the rules, right? Um, and I know for the guys that are, are continuing to to play uh, on on uh, tabletop simulator, they actually, you know, they they have that part of the hobby, right? They're still getting to that part. Yeah, they've got Discord going. They're talking about all all the nuances of the difference between the revamped profiles, mm-hmm. everything else like that. So. Yeah, but for us, it's just uh, just the painting portion, which is really fun. And like I said, we do it every Monday. So it's not like I wouldn't be doing the painting portion, even if there was no gaming portion. But it is, I'm doing a lot less of it, right? Yeah, but we do, we do also chat about the game as yeah, well. That's true. It's not huge. It's all theoretical it's at this point. I feel like a poser. Like, like do you just remember all of those, those posers? Um, for War Machine? You know, from, from, from War Machine and stores where they just, it's not that they're like they literally are there just to talk and hang out, and so. But if everyone's talking about War Machine, then they have to talk about War Machine, I guess. So they talk basically out of their ass because they like they play negligible numbers of games, and and so they're it's all theory crafting, yeah. and I just really don't have a strong desire to do that. Nope. So I, it kind army. of makes yep. I built another army during the pandemic. It's just going to be for looks. This is going to have yeah, nothing. totally. Of course, I it kind of does make me relate to uh, old timers in in whatever kind of hobbies or something about why they're always talking about stuff that happened long long ago. Because whenever we talk about games, I'm always trying to relate it to you know the time I to the time when I was playing games in third edition, or the the games that like before the pandemic fully shut us down in um, playing Code One. I have really nothing to say about actual N four. I can only say it in relation to the things I know. And so when uh, I feel like um, when people are talking about all the new hotness, I'm just like, yeah, it's back in my day in third edition. This is how it was. And, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, whatever, old man, we've moved on to N4 and it's online and much less cool. Yeah, because I remember when I started building lists in third edition, I'm like, oh, this will really work well. And I kept playing and kept playing. I'm like, this isn't working. <laughs> okay, this, this is all flawed. Yeah, and you can't test it out. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I try not to say uh, things that are not grounded in some reality. So the fact that I know that I have no reality and it's all out of my ass just damages the entire thing. Yeah. All right, so does your number one prove you're a good person? Um, that or, so my number one is not the actual gaming, but going out after the game to mm-hmm. hang out uh, for drinks and food after the game. That's the thing that is my number one, like worst thing that we basically can't do that anymore. And so it is the entire like social aspect, right? Like playing the game is fun. You get to, to show all your things, but like going out afterwards with the guys that you've been playing with and just chilling out, having fun, talking about the game, right? Doing all those kind of stuff. Um, while eating while drinking that entire aspect it's in a lot of ways it's like uh more fun than the actual games (laughs) like but you need the games right yep right so and so uh and of course i like the games and i wouldn't want to not just do the dinner but that portion of you know the monday nights that we would go out and do it or or the other nights that we did before were like the funnest part Right. Yeah, no, both of us would show up with no intention of playing games if we were working too late or something came up. Yeah. 
but I would still go to hang out and then go for food afterwards. Even if I missed the amount of time, like the time I was too late, so I couldn't play any games, I would still do it. And so, yeah. Maybe I'm just trying to forget that part to, to remove <laughs> the feeling. Of yeah, plus, come on, you get to, you associate it with food and drinks and hanging out. Now, now we just you sit know. here drinking over Zoom. Yeah, it's just not the same. Maybe we could make it the same. Maybe, you, you know, another thing we could do is, you know, maybe maybe have it on a weekend, invite all the guys for Frostgrave and just sit there and, and, and just drink and paint. Have a drink and paint day. Yeah, I don't know how into... Because we haven't, we haven't, well, we can ask them, right? We can ask those people. I think most of them painted. So actually... They weren't as into it, but... Uh, yeah, they were. Some of them were, yeah. I'm trying to think if our, I don't think our, obviously our infinity group doesn't reach them, so. Yeah, so we got to, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we just need to specifically call them out and say, hey, let's, let's go on a, let's meet up on whatever. It doesn't have to be a weekend. It It could be the Frostgrave day we were doing. Yeah, the Thursday, yeah. Infinity Monday replaced, painting Monday replaced. Yep painting or playing Monday. So whatever day the game was on before, yeah. just get the do a once a month thing. It's like, this is when for us, we've been happening this month yeah. instead. And those guys all drink. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so you yeah. gotta have a, you know, everyone, everyone get your drinks and we'll just drink, hang out, talk and, um, and do some Frostgrave painting. And maybe if we, if, if we can convince someone, have someone set up a Frostgrave thing and make, make them be the mastermind while we tell them what the wizards do. I always wanted to try that out. I feel like it'll be like terrible, but who knows? So mm-hmm. yeah, so that was my number one worst thing after the game, hanging out and drinking with, with all the people there. So not quite that is, just, that is true. I have no, desi- no desire to drink very much over zoom meetings. I'm like, I'll have two drinks and then I'm just, I'm out. Yeah. Whereas, at the bar where the drinks would cost far more, <laughs> I would lose count of how much I drank. And I think the bar yeah. kept losing track of how much we would drink too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't charge you for what they don't remember and you don't remember. Yeah. 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 And it was, you know, it's a good bar. It was fun. I, I hope that bar survives. Right. Cause there's so many places that are closing down. Yeah. They did lots of renovations. So hopefully. They... Yeah. There, there seemed like they were doing decently, but you never know. Right. Like, well, if they can't this survive, thing is going on for so long. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if you had a good nest egg, like it's, it's going to be basically a year at least, full year of lockdown. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, well, let's not get too into all this other like real world stuff. World, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, all right, we were going to talk about our predictions for the future, which that kind of ties into, but we're going to try and keep it more on the gaming direction of things. Sure. So, uh, predictions for the future. So, are you saying like for the next year? So, we're yeah. going to try and look, be a little bit forward-looking. Do you want to save this for a new one or just, just go and talk about it now? Ah, uh, how long have we been going for? Uh, I'd go in, be going for at least an hour, I think. All right. I don't think this will be too long. We keep promising so, it. <laughs> all right let's let's do at least you want to just do okay so yeah sure for the first half of the year or for the full year just more general than that okay so sure 
let's go. So looking forward, screw this stupid gap year. Let's look into 2021. So I've realized I'm just going to make the same prediction I made for this year as I made for last year, unfortunately. <laughs> but hopefully it'll actually happen so at some point. My yeah. prediction for last year was that we would just meet up in smaller groups of people's houses who could have like uh-huh. tables going with the space for that. Uh-huh. Maybe someone would have to bring terrain because they didn't have enough. Uh-huh. And rather than ge- gathering in a basement with no ventilation and with like people crammed shoulder to shoulder, six mm-hmm. rows of tables deep that just go have four people get together and then just game from home still buy stuff yep, from the store mm-hmm. but you know get people together that you already yeah. know yep yeah that's a it's a good hopefully that'll happen of course it's, that has to happen after vaccinations but um well as long as you're not going those people aren't like traveling all over the place and they don't have kids in school yo man you can't do that like look at how bad this there's no way this is like literally uh the worst it has ever been for the full year mm-hmm. so there how are they going to get a handle of it again it's going to be vaccinations there's no way it's not like we're gonna i guess that's not no way but like look how much resistance people had after being locked down the first time and as soon as it opened up they knew that it was getting worse and it literally took them to get worse than it's ever been for them to finally close everything down back to what they should have been done like three months ago right Mm -hmm. to to actually get it down to zero and you can see because other countries took it seriously all the way down until it got to zero and then now they're opened up Again, and they're actually doing stuff, but not. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I want to meet any frontline workers here. You know, I'm just saying I don't think it's going to happen until we get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even think I don't even know how long we're going to be like fully locked down for. Think about it. Toronto's been locked down for lockdown for a month. It's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. whether or not see this is the entire problem right this is why it's not going to happen until vaccinations it's supposed mm-hmm. to have been locked down entirely in we the top drive, lockdown we we're not even supposed to see down next to us you're saying <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the thing right mm-hmm. we're supposed to be so locked down in toronto that you're not supposed to see anyone uh besides going to get groceries and if you live alone like joining the, the household of another person. That's all you're supposed to be seeing. And if you're, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, a frontline, like mandatory worker, right? Where your job has to be. Otherwise, you're not supposed to do any of that. Sounds, this sounds like you need to create gaming households. We could. We could all get married and uh, live in, uh, in, you know, in games, games do us part or whatever. I was thinking of more like starting a cult and having like a compound. (laughs) But it can only be like four people big. (laughs) Each compound. Just technically what you're saying, yeah. You could just start a gaming compound. It's like, sorry. uh, Sorry, the rest of my family. These games are too important. If you don't play, get out. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't don't play Frostgrave at Infinity, sorry, you can't stay here. Get out. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So, sure, we could do that, um, but otherwise, I feel like it's going to be vaccine vaccines before it actually gets, um, before we'll actually do it. So, mm-hmm. so your prediction is more online stuff then. 
I think this is going to be going on until at least March because I think it'll take at least that time before we start getting the ability to get vaccinated. Because we're not, we're not young, but we're not old. So we're pretty middling in terms of where, when we can get the vaccine, right? So I feel like it's going to be like, yeah, we're not the first people, right? So even, even though when the vaccine starts rolling out, the, it's already rolling out. The environment of the game store basement has the potential to like get nice big viral loads going. Yeah, totally. That's what I'm but saying. Like, even, yeah. maybe you don't go down there. It's probably yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? So, so after that point, the yeah, gaming in backyards off. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's that's better to do. And then once we're vaccinated, I that's my hope that that's that's what's gonna happen. My hope is that sometime in March we all get vaccinated. All the numbers start really coming down right? Um, because more, more and more, and at some point it reaches herd immunity levels and the thing mostly leaves. Uh, and then by the summer, we maybe can even go back to the game store. But even before, uh, almost certainly the game store will open up before it's actually safe to go <laughs> to go to the game store. So we will have the chance to go to the game store before it actually makes sense to go back to the game so, store. So I guess this applies to other people, but if the game store doesn't like implement some sort of more structured scheduling to mm-hmm. like reduce the number of people and not basically like book for a particular game mm-hmm. that could make it work. But if they're just like a free for all, well, so you there's know. good things for infinity. I think I, I guess we might have to worry more about Frostgrave, but infinity, if, if the community signs up, um, there's there's a couple of other communities that use that time, and I don't think they're as big as the Infinity one. And I feel like this pandemic has, might have killed a bunch of them that use it on Mondays. And their their game not doing so well might have k- kicked them down. That's what I meant. Like this pandemic has hurt the game, which in turn must have hurt must hurt the community, right? Oh, they're welcome to join ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an entirely different type of game. Nothing like the other ones, but you know, join us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say March vaccines start becoming widely available. The game store probably opens up a couple months after that, or maybe a month after that. Um, even though everyone's saying you should social distance, um, people will ignore it. Uh, but hopefully the vaccine is good enough that it'll carry the day despite people's inability to actually do the responsible thing. I would say, and by play. summer, hopefully it'll it'll be not back to normal, but uh, we hopefully can still you know go out, play games, and then go out for food afterwards. Yep. If it's summer, you you know maybe the patio ends up being open. We can start doing that. Yep, it's completely an option. So do you think people are going to start engaging in new ways online? Like we've had almost a whole year and we really haven't developed new ways of engaging online in the course of that year. It just we totally like- have. We never actually sat and painted online like and talked with people, right? Got together on a, on a hangout and, and painted. That's not oh, been a thing until now. Oh, no, no. I'm talking thing. about like beyond what we've already done. Oh, any new different ways? Um, Because they're they're okay, what we've got now. But I feel like there's room for improvement. I don't know what it is, though. 
Yeah, I do wonder about um, the Hangout, uh, the ability. I, I do wonder if maybe it's better to use a Discord, even though we don't get to see each other's faces. Um, oh, I, don't, I don't know, being able to see people. The, the reason why is because you can also split out into different channels. So like one of the problems is that if you have too many people on a Hangout, you can see everyone's face, but only one person can talk at one time. The thing is, if, if it's a painting session, it can go on for so long that even if you don't talk for half an hour, uh-huh. not that big of a deal. Because the paint, true. if you're spending like a two and a half hour painting session, yep. it's, it's okay. You don't, you're not that obliged to, you don't feel like you're never going to get your point out there over the course of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I guess, I guess it's people, true. It become a problem, but as long as you've got nine or less, it's usually okay. Yeah. I do wonder if there's some sort of way to, I don't know, some sort of software for like communities to get together and like uh, in that channel, like choose one other person or a couple of people to talk directly to them. Yeah, Zoom has breakout rooms, but... Does it? I've never used them, but I know people I've talked to have mentioned it. So then you, you all go on and then you can have a breakout room where you, these two people talk and then come back? Yes. That's good. But you can, everyone can still see each other's faces? From, I don't know about that part. Okay. I don't know if your faces disappear until you come back. Okay. Um, yeah, it's obviously not as good as you know, everyone getting down and sitting there because then you can pick up pieces of conversation and then jump from room to room, basically. Yeah, it's just not the same. like hearing other people's conversation, too. It'd be cool if you jump to a room where you can, like, it's, it's a low-level buzz be underneath. That would be fucking cool. So that you can kind of hear it and you're like, oh, I want to jump into that room. That would be, hmm. that'd actually be cool tech at the same time that is so specific to quarantines. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, this is perfect if it was developed at the beginning of quarantine, but the amount of effort it would take to build that, I don't know if it would make sense unless you're literally Zoom. Yep. That's part of the premium. Anyway. Yep. All right. So those are our predictions. Like, guess how about games specific games play the games we were planning to play last year (laughs) how about how about uh there was one game that basically fell off is the car game what do you call it um oh gaslands yeah gaslands we were we were planning and hoping to like start up a really big thing and it literally just got killed by uh by by quarantine Yes, because that got a new edition that we were just dabbling in. Yeah, we just started a new campaign for it, and it just died. And they came up with new, way better missions. Like, the missions before were mediocre, and they mm-hmm. got past that. Yeah. Yeah, and they created a decent campaign system. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not as enthusiastic about that game as the other ones, though. Yeah, that's true. But like, Just because its appeal was so broad, uh-huh. it attracted yeah. tons of people. Yeah, I did have. Yeah, I have. I have my cars ready. Oh yeah, they don't, they don't go anywhere. They're easy. Yeah, I have three cars. So, but in terms of like the most players ever playing any one game at once in the store, mm-hmm. outside of a tournament, of course, mm-hmm. I think that was probably like it. on just a random night. Yeah, just well, like, sometimes we would get a lot of people on. Oh no, actually, it was more. It was more. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't take up full tables. Like you have several people. Yeah. Per table, so it's yeah. Big number. We've run people. out of tables for Infinity on a Monday. But I guess in terms of number, because like every table in, in Gaslands, you can have like five, six people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, so there's that. What other games are you looking forward to playing? So we said Frostgrave, Infinity, Gaslands, our game. Yeah, I don't know. Anything that, else? Oh, I wanted to play Blood and Plunder. Oh, when it comes out on Kickstarter? So I guess in terms of Kickstarters, the Infinity Defiance. Uh-huh. But that's a dungeon crawler. But I think yeah. that needs a different day than mm-hmm. the actual Infinity Day. Or maybe just replace every other week or something with it. Who knows? Yeah, I guess we we'll see, back, right? When we come back, yeah. people are going to want to play yeah, a normal game for that night. Yeah. So it may require showing up on some other day of the week for people. Yeah, to really- we'll, we'll see. That's so many games, though. We have already mentioned like three. And I still want to play Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, my God. I got a lot of games. That's why I did, even though I have like all these giant 40K apocalypse, like I think Warhammer 40K apocalypse is actually pretty good. Um, there's I've no, it just can't fit it in my list. It's kind of cool, though. Like there's more games. Oh, and I want to try out Necromunda because I've never played that one. And Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind playing Warcry if somebody had the model. Oh, fuck Warcry. I want to see, nah, I want to see the plays, but Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You could play it. I think I think you get the rules. I think you need the board. You know, there's, a, there's a bunch of people in the club that I'm sure that if we're like, hey, can we borrow these rules Do we just want to try them out? I'm sure they could lend it to you. And they're bored, you know. The board is just like a, a normal-sized, uh, what do you call it? A normal-sized... specific terrain that comes with it that it's got. Yeah, but you don't need that. You don't need it. But yeah, so, yeah, so I, I don't know. Sure, we could borrow all of that if we needed to. <laughs> it doesn't have to be good. I just, just want to know what this other skirmish... To, to really know. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. I, I don't understand why. Yeah, I mentioned it. We've talked about it before. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, any new games that are are coming out that you are interested in that we we haven't mentioned before, like uh, Gamma Walls or I don't know. Maybe that's something we talk about on D Six Minutes. We can probably do yeah, that, that quickly. That's true. So we've been going that makes sense one. for a while now. Yeah. All right. So that is our retrospective of. Uh, miniature gaming in the gap year 2020 and a little bit about our hopes for 2021. Uh, If you have things, regrets, hopes for the future that you want to share with us, uh, come find us on uh, Facebook. Yeah. And suggestions for how you're keeping yourself on track. Yeah. And, and if, if you need, or if you have questions about, you know, anything about how we actually succeeded or did not succeed (laughs) in keeping on track yeah come and find us all right uh that's it i guess yeah and that's it for the for a not so great 2020 (laughs) definitely did not live up to expectations yep well thanks everyone for listening okay done we're at the end if you want to uh, reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook at Dice Over Everything. Uh, join our group at Dice Over Everything group, or you can email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, and if you want to see what we're working on, you can go to diceovereverything.com. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.